Hello, my friends. Welcome back to Weaving Wisdom. So today I am talking about weaving gateways. This is part four in the Repatterning Your Reality series. Weaving a gateway is all about shifting your resonance, gathering your energy, and shifting the trajectory. Meaning, when we are in the process of transforming, we are harnessing the energy that has been sequestered into looping realities. We are essentially allowing the pieces of our puzzle to pull apart slightly and recalibrate to a new patterning, right? We are reshaping our reality. We don't necessarily lose pieces of ourselves, right? Like energy is neither created nor destroyed, according to some science. And so that means we are always our whole selves. It's just where are those pieces living within our wholeness? Where is that energy being directed within our wholeness? Do we have conscious awareness? Do we have agency over our own energy? When we are meeting with our shadow frequencies, when we are meeting our thresholds, the self-imposed limitations, the defense mechanisms we have in place to preserve our life force energy from the wounding that we experienced originally, when we come into contact with these pieces of ourselves, we are coming into contact with subconscious energy. Energy that belongs in our wholeness frequency, but has been sequestered and suppressed and is living out a loop in a different direction. Often not of service to the wholeness that we are seeking to restore. Our fractal aspects continue to function in the wounding pattern in an effort to find some completion, in an effort to recreate a comforting set of circumstances, comforting meeting familiar. There's a stability in familiarity. So many of our our wounded aspects of self seek those comforts and recreate environments. When we repattern reality, we are first coming into communion with all these pieces, the pieces that are ready to be integrated into the whole. And in that process of coming into communion, we are recalibrating the frequency. We are redirecting the energy. We are shifting trajectory. And that is what weaving a gateway is about, the actual shift in trajectory. We can't really weave a gateway when we are first meeting a shadow frequency. When something erupts for the first time in a long time, when we come into awareness and conscious communion with a piece of us that has been functioning in the, the underworld of our, of our beingness, when that comes into the light of truth of the moment, It is very challenging to (laughs) interrupt what's occurring. And in fact, it's detrimental because we are wanting to allow 
these pieces of ourselves to have their emotional expression, to have the, the witness that is needed by our wholeness and potentially by somebody else that's in space with us. We are needing that witnessing, that experience, that awareness to occur through our whole embodiment. That's part of the communion process, right? That's part of meeting the threshold. So after we come to a state of familiarity with these parts of our being, we begin learning about the needs that are being expressed underneath all of the emotions and the defense mechanisms. We learn about the needs that are seeking nourishment and support. This is when we have the responsibility and the opportunity to weave a gateway within the looping energy. When we weave a gateway, we're, we're actually creating an opening, an opening into the expanse, right? Out of the limitation into the expanse. That gateway allows us to actually shift the trajectory of the energy and give it somewhere to go. Within the loop, there's nowhere to go but around and around and around and around into the same storyline, into the same narrative, into the same domino effect of, of emotions and feelings. When we weave a gateway, we weave an opening. So what's the difference between weaving an enchantment, which is our vision, and weaving a gateway? Well, when we weave an enchantment, right? We're looking at a bigger picture vision of what we desire. We clarify our states of being, we clarify what it is we want and we need, and we we create a frequency field that we are going to tune in with regularly as a ritual, as a practice. And it helps us maintain the, the momentum toward what it is that we desire, Weaving a gateway is a similar process, but it's a different form of magic. When we weave a gateway, it is more specific. It's more specific to the wound that we are embracing, that we are integrating into our wholeness. So we are tuning in with the needs of this piece of our being, and we are wanting to utilize that information, that feedback, that knowledge, that knowing that we have gathered in communion with our shadow frequencies in order to build a gateway into a new reality for this piece of us, into the wholeness of our being. What I've noticed in my process with this is the importance of engaging my whole multi-dimensional reality. So all the elemental frequencies that converge to create me in this reality, I need all of those activated for this gateway to be effective. Because I'm repatterning so many different facets of myself within this moment. That shadow frequency carries an imprint emotionally, physically, spiritually, transformationally, and it all shows up in the heart of me. So I need all of my elemental energies present for this shadow frequency to be able to shift trajectory into the new found reality that I am in the process of creating.
So for me, these elemental energies, which are so important, uh, earth, air, fire, water, heart. I think of uh, Captain Planet when I say that. (laughs) It's a cartoon room when I'm a little kid. I don't even remember how the show goes or what it does. All I remember is everybody put their rings in the air. Earth, air, fire, water, heart, go planet. So I feel similarly in my being to activate all of those energy frequency centers and to utilize all the energy that's moving through those energy centers to create this gateway. So how does that look, right? How does that look and what does that mean? For me, I have translated that into what I call the realms of wisdom. There's a whole episode about the realms of wisdom um, towards the beginning of my podcast. And it gives a little bit of information about what what these realms are about. I'm going to touch on them here, but that might provide a deeper set of information. So for me, the realms of wisdom, these are these are portals of resonance. These are receptivity channels that access dimensional energies that I feel converge to create this whole reality. And I feel intuitively that these energies create my wholeness in this reality. So the heart realm is the center point field. It's the convergence point where all things are coming in and going out. So for me, it's incredibly important that I activate and open my heart center when I am in the midst of something and wanting to shift trajectory. After I go over these these realms, I'll speak more about the how and the when the gateway comes in. So the heart realm is, is, is the basically my starting point when I am weaving a gateway. When I'm doing much of anything, the heart realm is my starting point. It is an expansive frequency, okay? According to the HeartMath Institute, per a client I had many years ago who studied there, our heart field is the most expansive of all of our energetic fields that can be measured. So in measuring that, their instruments could only reach so far and the heart field met the extension of their instrument. What that tells me, because I don't need to know much more, all I need to know is that confirms my, my instinct that my heart is the most potent conduit in my body. And it will amplify my process. Whatever I am delivering through my heart is going to amplify one bajillion, miljillions fold. So I'm always going to begin in the heart space and I'm going to tune in with love, which to me, folks, is not an emotion. <laughs> it's, it's a frequency. It's a state of being. A lot of emotions live within love. Love itself is not an emotion. It's a state of being. It's a frequency. So I'm tuning in with love frequency, which is synonymous to me with God frequency or source energy. It's expanse. It's it's immense. It's euphoric. It's amazing. It's fantastic. And it's also full of depth. So it's super powerful to open into that source love 
energy as a starting point when we are weaving a gateway. And like I said before, probably when you're doing anything. The light realm, I associate with the air element. The air element is expansive. It is usually associated with thoughts and creativity and ideas and knowledge and understanding. It is also, um, it's also to me, the astral realm, the dimensions of the astral realm. It's where our team of light lives. It's, it's the, the beautiful soul energy that we have access to in this reality. So what do I mean by that? I find that the angels that I feel surround me, my spirit guides that surround me, the um, higher self energy within me that I access, I find all live in this light realm energy. It streams in and through with expansive guidance. It has a zoomed out understanding. And within all of that, I feel quite positive (laughs) that tapping into that I'm tapping into deeper receptivity. I'm tapping into psychic ability. I'm tapping into imagination and guidance and wisdom. So I'm wanting to activate the light realm when I'm weaving a gateway. And I will do that by calling in energy, which calling in to me is me just bringing my conscious awareness to the understanding that these presences are available. And then communing with them is me requesting connection. So the light realm, the air element, bringing that into the space. And I utilize my words in the light realm. I feel that my verbal communication comes through that realm of energy. The selection of wording that I choose comes from the guidance that streams in through there. So the next realm is the realm of shadow. And to me, this is the realm of fire, the element of fire. Why is the shadow realm associated with fire, you ask? Because our shadow is part of our uniqueness. I think our shadow energy, which isn't negative to me, It is the contrasting energy. It is the preference energy. It is our ability to discern between the yes and the no of this reality. It is what helps me feel unique in my beingness. The experiences that I've had, the preferences that I carry, it is the alchemy that is me. So that is why shadow correlates with fire energy to me. It's transmutation in the shadow realm. The contrast, the alchemy, the transmutation energy, the creativity energy, the passion frequency. So tuning in with the fire element, tuning in with the shadow realm is another piece of weaving the gateway. It's super important to bring that uniqueness to the space, to bring your your specificity as a self to the space. And that fire energy that's going to support the transformation. It's going to, going to fuel the shift in trajectory. The next realm is the realm of embodiment, which is the element of water. 
Again, you might ask, why would I put embodiment with water? Isn't embodiment more of an earth thing? No, we are water beings. We live on a water planet. The water in our bodies carries codes of energy. It carries the information, right? We have all these body systems that function with the waters of our being, cerebrospinal fluid, we have our blood, we have our lymph, we have our sweat. There's so many different waters in our body that are transmitting information. And so to me, it is incredibly important to tune in with our embodiment through the water element, to recognize our emotions as communication right? We don't need to identify with our emotions as, um, as if they are us. Rather, understand that our emotional reactions, our emotional responses, our feeling reactions, our feeling responses, these are communications. This is a language of wisdom that, that streams through our body, right? Our body is so awesome. It is a translator, it is a translator of this reality in a way that's so fascinating to me. So when we tune in with that embodiment system, we are tuning in with the signals of our being. We're tuning in with the emotions and the actual movement of our body, the way in which our movements and our emotions correlate the way in which our nervous system, the, the tuning in with energy that is synergizing with us, how our nervous system engages with reality, how our immune system engages with reality, how it identifies something as a threat or not. This is all really important and fascinating and important when we're weaving a gateway when we're shifting trajectory. The final realm is the realm of nature, which is the element of earth. And the key frequencies in this realm are all about vitality, fertility, cycles, seasons, spirals, symbiosis. The way in which nature functions is a, is a pure reflection of how our humanness would be functioning if we were in our primal blueprint. If we were in our harmonic state of being, we too would have the ability to be in symbiotic relationship with all that was surrounding us. We too would acknowledge and notice how we move in seasons and cycles and spirals through our experience. Having that awareness and witnessing that energy in our external reality allows us to embrace that energy as we shift trajectory. It allows us to embody the spiral, the cycle, the symbiology of our experience and utilize that intelligence to shift our trajectory. 
And also for me as an herbalist, as someone who's a nature enthusiast, I have learned quite a lot about the spiritual realm through working with plants, through working with nature in its beautiful natural state. So being with rivers and oceans, being with trees, being with rocks, being with soil, learning the energy blueprint that all of these things carry and working with the spirits of these natural beings has shown me the depth of support we have surrounding us at all times. So depending on what wound you're working with, different different nature spirits can easily offer their frequency to support you in nurturing that energy, in supporting your shift in trajectory. So, okay, that, that's the realms of wisdom. And so for me, I call all of those in when I am bringing myself together to weave a gateway. Question, when do we weave a gateway? Well, we don't do it when we're first meeting our trigger, when we're first meeting our shadow frequency, because we want to give ourselves space to work through and navigate through the energies that are erupting and rising to be seen, the emerging truths that are popping up. We want to give ourselves space and we need to know that the looping can be beneficial. The looping can be beneficial because that's how we gain awareness. That's how we gain knowledge about our patterns of behavior. If we jump in to immediately fix or immediately suppress or immediately shift the energy, we're not really giving love to that frequency. We're not really giving space to that frequency or really inviting it fully into the wholeness. Instead, we're trying to heal it, fix it, or remove it. That doesn't support the process of you actually harnessing that energy and becoming integrated in your wholeness. So rather, what we do is we give ourselves space and then when we feel a bit more versed in the wound itself, meaning we're at the place where we see the triggers coming, right? We're not in the retrospective, look what just happened. We're more in the space of, oh, look what's happening or even look what's about to happen when we notice the patterning of behavior popping up, right? In the last episode, I explained that domino effect of we first notice it after the fact, then we notice it while it's happening, then we notice it just as it's about to happen. So when we're in that space where we're in the midst of it, and we've been in the midst of it a couple of times, these are the moments where we can begin to weave gateways. Or when we see it coming, we can begin to weave the gateway. There's a lot more power existing in the process when you're in the trigger itself, when you're in the wound itself. That's when all the power is really culminating as opposed to when you're leading up to it. I'm not saying let yourself go down to the depths of the rabbit hole and get stuck and then try to weave a gateway out of it. More I'm saying that when you have awareness that something is about to occur or when you notice the trigger points, the red flags that are happening, 
and you can feel your body responding and reacting, allow that energy to culminate knowing that you have the ability, you have the capacity to not let that overtake your frequency. Rather, you're allowing that energy to gather and then you're bringing that into your heart space for you to disrupt the loop, disrupt the pattern. A woman I listen to a lot, her name is Amanda Flaker, and I really enjoy her translation of of wisdom. She talks about introducing anomaly, which to me means you're actively redirecting your embodied experience into a more presently true, more nourishing reality. You're disrupting the pattern and you're introducing something into the moment that is completely different than what is normally occurring in a way that sort of shocks the system and allows for your brain to let go of the pattern for a moment and follow the trajectory that you're directing. So essentially, we're, we're trying to build an embodied belief through the threshold. So we're going to tap into the states of being and build a new belief so that we can redirect the energy. Because often the looping is due to beliefs that we built from the wounding way, way long time ago. So we want to build a new belief. We want to disrupt the pattern. We want to introduce anomaly so that we can shift the trajectory. So when we do this is either in the process of a wound popping up, meaning we can, we're in the middle of it and we can feel it and it's happening and we have the wherewithal and the presence to disengage from the stimulus of what's occurring and take ourselves into a state of presence and then activate all these elements in our own unique way to redirect the frequency and build a new embodied belief through the threshold. So that's the idea of the when. And you can do it as you're leading up to it because Newsflash, as I've said before, you're going to do this multiple times. You don't weave one gateway and then everything's fixed. You're going to continue to build that gateway over and over again until your energy naturally begins to follow that opening rather than follow the loop. You're building momentum. You're building a new belief. You need to give consistent, devoted energy to this process for you to forge a new pathway. Imagine how many times your subconscious and even your conscious self has repeated this pattern, has has confirmed this story, has built a case for this belief, right? Has gathered evidence to tell yourself this belief is true and this loop is the only reality that you can walk in. You need to consciously consistently build a new opening for you to jump out of the loop and into a reality that you desire. So the how, we know when to do it, or we're going to intuit when to do it as we navigate, but how do we do it? How do you build a gateway? How do you activate all these elements? What's most important to me is that 
it needs to be incredibly incredibly attuned to you specifically. So it needs to be personalized, meaning you can't do what I do in order for it to work for you. But I'm going to share with you the components of activating all these elements and the reasons why so that you can discover your way of doing it, right? It needs to be your personal gateway because nobody knows precisely what your needs are except for you, specifically your shadow frequencies. Nobody can tell you what your shadow frequencies need. Only you can know what your shadow frequencies need. And remember, this is more personalized to your shadow frequency rather than a grand vision of your wholeness desiring something. So when we tune in with what the needs of that shadow frequency are, we're going to use that information to create this gateway. Because what we're doing is we're, we're essentially showing this piece of ourselves that there is a safe place to be. It's in the wholeness and it's through this gateway. So we have to show it that the needs will be met in this direction. And that's why it's important to activate all these elements because all the facets of that shadow frequency are needing to be stimulated and seen so that they can feel into your wholeness and move with you through the gateway. I hope that makes sense. So tuning in with the heart space, right? For me, that begins with breathing usually sitting in some stillness and having some presence. I don't stay still in this process because I think it's very important to engage your body, but I begin in the stillness, right? If I'm in the midst of some shit storm within myself and it's, it's a familiar shit storm, I've seen it quite a few times. I know what's occurring. I'm noticing my looping thoughts because that's a lot of the time how I recognize that I am in the midst of a defense mechanism and a shadow frequency. I notice the thought process. I notice the looping thoughts that are going through my head. These are familiar thoughts. These are thoughts I've had before and they don't feel like complete truth to me. They are simply energetic translations of what's occurring. So it's me trying to put words to what is happening in a way that, again, builds evidence for the belief I'm carrying. So when I'm listening and noticing these thoughts, and I'm like, okay, here's the moment, I need to step into a state of presence. And I need to shift. So I usually change rooms. I move from one place to another. Now, I know this isn't totally possible for everybody everybody all the time because everybody lives a different lifestyle. I am at home a lot of the time. I don't have to leave my house for anything unless I desire to and to like go to the grocery store. But for the most part, I am in my home space all day long. And for me, it's very easy to find space for myself because I've created a life that has a lot of space for me. So I know this isn't necessarily possible for every single person, but again, find your own way to do this. So first and foremost, I shift my environment so that I can gain some presence. I can actually disrupt the moment. So I, sh- I change rooms usually. I'll walk to a different room. And then I begin by breathing. <sighs> I breathe in and out and I tune in with the heart space. The heart space to me, that spirit space, that that center point field, breath is your access to that space. 
So I breathe and I tune in and I bring my conscious awareness into my heart. And I tune in with my heart's truth. I tune in with love. That's where I begin, love. And I'm, and I'm sure that would be helpful for anybody. <laughs> so tuning in with love is how I begin. Then I'm activating the light realm for me. I'm bringing my conscious awareness to the realm of light. And I'm calling on my team, my spirit guides, my guardian angels, my higher self. I'm calling in these helper energies that are here to support me in this experience. I'm asking them to surround me in this moment. And I specifically invite them to help me clear my field of energy, of stagnancy, of trauma frequencies. I identify these things that are occurring and I ask for support in in clearing them from my field. I cast a sphere of protection around me that purifies the energy emanating from me and synergizing with me. I do that to protect myself in this process because this piece of me, this shadow frequency needs protection. That's what the defense mechanism is doing. So I need to show it. No, you're also protected here in this present moment. See, we're protected. We're breathing. We're safe. We're calm. (laughs) So calling in that light energy and opening my receptivity really is helping me open the gateway. I'm inviting help in. I'm inviting support in. Specific support for me, for my higher self. Then I tune in with the shadow frequency, the shadow realm, right? This is where I'm summoning up the needs of this specific part of me. What does this part of me need? And I'm tuning in with that. I usually know by this point because I've, I've danced with this shadow more than once. So what is it this piece of me needs? This, needs to me, this piece of me might need to feel loved. This piece of me might need to feel seen. This piece of me might need to feel safe. It might need to feel accepted or a sense of belonging, getting underneath all of those energies and really finding the core of what was missing in the moment of the wounding. So activating that shadow frequency and inviting the transformative energy in. And this is usually where I begin bringing some sort of movement into the moment transformation feels active to me. So I feel like it's, it's a good point to become a little bit more active. And so often I'll like get up and I'll start moving my body a bit and I'll bring that energy in. And maybe I'll just say the words of what that piece of me needs. Maybe I'll just tune in with the energies of what that piece of me needs. Then I'm activating the realm of embodiment And I'm really beginning to let my body and my words come into a state of harmony. So I'm ensuring my nervous system remains calm in this experience. So my movements aren't intense or crazy. They're more fluid with my own calm, balanced, harmonic energy. And I begin using my body to move 
I like to dance, so I like to move in my way of dancing, which is a little funky, but it feels really good to me. So I move in my fluid, funky dance moves, and I say the words about what it is that I am seeking to support this shadow frequency within me. And I allow that to begin building. And naturally, instinctually, phrases will come through me and and different comforting words will erupt out of my being in movement and in verbal expression. And I'll move with that. I'll dance with that as I then activate the earth realm, the nature realm, as I bring that piece in. And I tune in with a an expression of nature that I have a relationship with. This is even better if you can actually be outside while you're doing this, because earth is like the best trauma transmuter. She's never going to have to take it on for you. Earth just has the expansive energy to actually support your transmutation of your trauma frequencies. So if you can be outside in this process, that's one better. But like right now, it's cold as fuck outside. It's snow everywhere where I live. So I'm indoors when I'm in this process presently. And I'm tuning in specifically for me, I'm tuning in with a mountain that I have a deep relationship with, or I'm tuning in with a plant spirit that I have a connection with. Ones that I, I already know support me relationally, support me in their energy, right? So if I'm working with something in the heart realm, I might call on Hawthorne, which is a tree often said to be a gateway between the fairy realm and our earth realm. And it has an affinity for the heart specifically, both emotionally and physically. I work with Hawthorne a lot, specifically in grief. I have turned to Hawthorne many times and she has shown up for me many times. So I have a relationship with Hawthorne. So I tune in with Hawthorne's energy in in these kind of moments where the heart is being repaired. And I bring her energy in and I bring the mountains energy in and I call on everything in nature. I'm calling on the soil. I'm calling on the trees. I'm calling on the rocks. I'm bringing nature into the experience because as I said, nature is a massively supportive transmuter. So I'm inviting nature in. And as I do that, I can begin to feel nature's energy supporting me in my frequency. So I start noticing a rhythm occur and my body will start moving in spirals with this. So I'm just, and this is all very gentle. This is not elaborate or insane looking, but I'm using words. I'm calling in energies. I am moving the frequency in a spiral. And as I'm doing this, this is my visualization. A gateway begins to appear, right? There's an opening that begins to happen. And as that opening begins to happen, I direct my energy toward it and I physically move my body into the gateway as I'm speaking the words, as I'm moving my body, as I'm shifting my energy. And I guarantee you, if you do something like this, you will no longer be stuck in your loop. You're going to be so overcome with your present moment reality and all the energies that you're choosing to bring in and all the ways you are expressing that. Because I think it's important to engage your voice, to engage your body, to engage your astral energy, to engage your shadow energy, to engage nature and engage your heart. 
Engage all those pieces of you and you will be in your present moment, right? Because in the present moment, that loop isn't real. In the present moment, that loop is not real. That story is not real. That story is just a narrative that you've carried. So if you really bring all pieces of you to the present moment through these elemental frequencies, through these physical actions with your energy, activating your astral, activating your heart, activating your shadow, activating your body, activating nature within you and outside of you. When you begin to interface with that wholeness of expression, you're going to be in the present moment and you're going to be directing the energy. And so you become this big magnet in those moments, your magnetic frequency, your essence expands rapidly. And so all the energy that is stuck and stagnant in all these hidden places, it starts just like coming toward you and you can feel it culminating and you walk with it through that gateway. This is all quote unquote imaginary, but to me, it's real because the energetic realm is incredibly powerful. Everything that's coming into being begins in the energetic realm. It is far more expansive than our physical 3D reality that we can see. This reality itself is beautiful, powerful, wonderful, and it is fueled by the energetic realm of energy. So we need to be working in that realm if we want to shift things in this 3D realm. Hence, us learning how to utilize our energy to create magic in this reality, to weave gateways, to weave enchantments, to build the life that we desire, to create the things that want to move through us, to step into our power as sovereign, liberated beings here as part of this wholeness ecology on earth. That's what we're here to do. So this is a practice not only in shifting your trajectory, but also helping you learn how much power you have in your frequency. So after you do all of this craziness that I've just described, you will definitely feel different than you felt when you were stuck in your trigger. And all that energy will be feeling the activation of everything you just pulled together and shifted in your trajectory. And I guarantee it will change your present moment. Does it mean you won't have to walk through that gateway again and do this over and over again? No, 100% you're going to have to do this more than once. And you'll have to do it maybe slightly differently for each different shadow frequency that shows itself to you. And you may not do it exactly the same every single time. But these are the components that I can feel deep in my instinctual knowing are needed for us to engage in a shift within our whole being, right? We need to activate and engage all facets of our multi-dimensional beingness if we really want to change the patterns that we carry. Because remember, these, patter- these patterns are in our emotions, They're in our bodies, they're in our thoughts, they're in our energetics, they're in all these parts of us, and they converge into your heart space. So in order to change what is occurring in your subconscious and make it conscious, you need to activate and engage all parts of you. You need to begin living as a whole being and acknowledging that you are a whole being that is complex in this reality. That you have layers, 
that you have dimensions, that you have various body systems, right? Like our human body even, how many systems are working together symbiotically inside of you without your conscious awareness? We are a reflection of this earth realm. We are a reflection of this universe. I don't know if I would call it that, but you know what I'm saying. So this is the weaving of a gateway. This is our pathway through, our pathway through the threshold, introducing anomaly, shifting the trajectory of energy, disrupting the pattern, building a personalized gateway that's super attuned to you specifically, shifting your perception, morphing your holographic projection, forging an opening into a new timeline, right? I had to pause for a second. I just had a crazy coughing fit. (laughs) Kind of came out of nowhere. Anyway, so bottom line is you're designing a ritual that's engaging your wholeness in a specific way. And you don't need anything outside of you for it. In fact, you can only utilize what is inside of you for this. You have access to nature from inside of you. You have access to the astral realms from inside of you. You have access to your shadow realm inside of you. You have access to your body inside of you. You have access to your heart. This is all you need to shift your trajectory. This is all you need to redirect your energy. And... I also want to say, too, why I think movement is important in in this. I think I forgot to mention that it's like scientifically proven that when you're moving your body, your cognition is enhanced. Like you have a certain sort of neuron communication ability that you don't have when you're not in motion. There's a lot more special scientific words for this that I don't have, but it is a thing moving your body while doing a new thing is a way that your brain learns a new pathway. So that's essentially what we're doing here. We're building a new pathway for your brain. We're building a new pathway for your energy. We're building a new pathway for your perception, right? We're building an embodied state of being at your threshold, a new embodied state of being, a new belief with your threshold, So that covers weaving a gateway. I hope that made sense. I know this is all very elusive and it's all magic-y and energetic and it's not necessarily like a formula that you can write down and just do specifically, but it is giving you the components. It is giving you the ingredients for you to begin exploring how powerful you are and how how much power you actually hold to... Take care of your own self, to tend to your own self, to change your own life. You don't need anybody outside of you to do that. Yeah, it's helpful to have people in your world that can hold space for you, that can witness you, that can validate and support you in the ways that are healthy. But all in all, you are responsible for yourself. You are responsible for you. So the way in which you engage with the world, that's on you. The life that you have, for the most part, that's on you. 
So harness that responsibility, reclaim all of that energy that you have access to and direct it toward what you desire. The extra episode I'm going to pop out this week, maybe next week, who knows, timing, who knows, but it's all going to be about tending the field, sanctuary, your energetic immune system. This is sort of a second part to this weaving of a gateway. Why it's so important to tend to your energy specifically. I want to explain that more deeply and I don't think there's space in this episode to really go into it the way I want to. So I'm going to do a separate extra episode about that specifically. So tune into that if it feels good. And if you want to go deeper with this topic, in a couple of days, there will be a weaving wisdom guide posted. And this week, I'll also put out a channeled message that comes through my ritual writing. Uh, And it's a message that fluently delivers itself in a rhythmic matter through me. And I don't know where it comes from or why, but I really enjoy writing them and I really enjoy reading them. I put them always in the Weaving Wisdom Guides and for now I'm going to continue posting them as podcast episodes as well. So thank you guys for listening. I'm so grateful for everybody tuning in. If you have any interest with working directly with me on a journey through the realms of wisdom specifically, I offer one-on-one journeys. It's ritual writing focused, meaning you will be tapping into your guidance. I am holding space. I am providing channeled wisdom. I am giving reflective guidance as needed. But the whole journey is your own. It's your own evolution, and it's guided primarily through your channeled messages. I'm going to hold a space. We will create ritual. It's really fun. I enjoy it so deeply. It feeds me on a deep level. And I see so many beautiful shifts in people's lives that they are orchestrating for themselves when they navigate with me on these journeys. So if you're interested, check out the website. There's links in the show notes. Thank you guys for tuning in. I so appreciate you so, so, so much. Okay. Talk to you guys later.